I hate that I have to say this at the start of every slam, but I think it, it, it sort of kind of has to be said if we're being honest and real. I usually end up swallowing my words towards the end of the first week, but for the first couple of days, I noticed for the last couple of slams, I always feel like this. Today, opening Monday, round one, day one, it just didn't feel like very real, you know? And yeah, a lot of the matches were whack, but I think it's just like I said, the expectations are so high, we set the bar so high at the start of a slam, we're just so fucking excited, and we're sort of hoping and expecting the best, but since it's such a big draw, like, a lot of these matches in the beginning are gonna be kinda whack, right? Um, but I'm sure, I'm, I, I mean, I hope so, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually sure that this will change towards the end of the first week, and then... All we'll have to talk about is how crazy these matches have been, how good the tournament is getting, etc. Honestly, I can't wait for that. To be fair, I think it was a good start. There were some good matches today. Nah. Uh, right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. But anyway, one of the best parts of the early rounds of the slam, even though maybe it disappoints a little bit or it's not, not as exciting or not the highest quality, one of the best things is that I can now once again bring back the best thing that I saw today, the worst thing that I saw today, and the craziest thing that I saw today. I feel like this is way too easy, which kind of ruins the fun, but no question, the best thing that I saw today was Bio versus Sloan. Honestly, that match was incredible. I guess the best thing that I saw today would be Bia, but that match overall, honestly, Sloan, the hitting, the quality, um, the excitement, the intensity, it was competitive, you know, went three, went three sets, so like, you know, these are all ingredients for a, for a hell of a match. Honestly, it probably shouldn't have gone the distance, Bia should have probably won in straights, but the fact that it went to three sets made it even more exciting, and the fact that Bia ended up winning anyway in three sets really intense really exciting by far the match of the day and honestly probably the only like really good match of the day i think we kind of knew that from the like going into today we kind of knew that that was uh the one match i'm very surprised it wasn't a night sesh because that's a hell of a match and this isn't hindsight because like bs loan mm -mm -mm. That would have been a hell of a night sesh. And if it was a night sesh, I would have been all over Sloan. I think that would have been completely different. Like I was saying yesterday, Sloan, Stevens, and a night sesh in the US. Different ball game. Yo. Lorenzo Mosetti lost to who? Sorry, one second. Hold up. Lorenzo Mosetti. Who? What? <laughs> Yo, what? That is... Okay, I mean, I guess we don't even have to do this. I mean, that's definitely not the worst thing that I saw today. Because you know I didn't watch this match. To be clear, I didn't watch a single ATP match until like... Damn near midnight when Djokovic played. Right? So, I mean... And actually, wasn't planning on talking or bringing up any of the AT matches, ATP matches, because none of this shit matters until the second week, or until at least round four, like Friday or Saturday or something. But, hold up. Who? Yo, I'm... Drogay? Drogo? Drogo? Is this like Cal, Cal, Cal Drogo and Gasquet? Is that their, like, son or something? Kyle Drogo, Khaleesi's, uh, Dothraki friend, and, uh, Richie Gasquet, is that who this is? Drogay? Yo, what the fuck? And five- Oh, wait, wait till I tell you about what the number four seed did on the men's today, or the number seven seed in the, in the women's. The worst thing that I actually saw today, saw because I actually saw it and watched 
And you, you know it has to be Maria Sakkari. Kudrmetsovo is a close one, but Maria Sakkari losing in straights to Masarovo? Like, I don't, I don't really care that Masarovo's, like, good or, like, she can be, you know, she can be tricky. No, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Honestly, Maria Sakkari losing in straights? Um, 4-1 of 4-6 in the first set, and that's a Maria Sakkari special right there, you know? Leading in a set like, by a comfortable lead and losing in straights, that's the Maria Sakkari that we talk about right there. That's Maria Sakkari. I have made a million tweets about Maria Sakkari saying she has stolen a living. Like this woman actually has made, just on the tennis court and career prize money, she has made $10 million for her tennis. For her on court swinging her, playing tennis $10 million. Right? This is money probably that a lot of us are not going to see in our lives. So a woman who is so bad at her job, the probably and and this is this shit is so crazy because many people all around the world in different professions and different fields get arrested they go to jail they get charged for fraud for being frauds and stealing money stealing a living earning a living on the back of fraud fraudulent activity maria sakri is the biggest fraud ever she has made and this is without sponsorships and and whatever fucking bonuses or incentives or whatever that she gets off the court i'm talking career prize money only so based on her tenants alone 10 million dollars that is a fucking robbery i don't know how this woman doesn't go to jail for stealing 10 she uh, she has earned herself a living playing tennis and she's so shit man she is so shit i shit on coco i shit on Kasatkina. yo they are not as bad as her i shit on ego all the time ego's actually good bro maria sakari is fucking garbage and 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 I'm going to relax a little bit. It blows my fucking mind how she wins so many matches. How she even gets in, in, in positions to win matches. Top 10 for I don't know how long now. This Man, this shit is so fucking crazy that when this shit happens, like, honestly, for me, I'm not even surprised. I'm more surprised when she makes semis. That's, that's the shit that makes me scratch my head. A lot of people around the world now, they're logging in. And, 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 you know, maybe if they didn't tune in or whatever, they'd be like, oh, my God, Maria Sakkari lost in the first round. Start scratching their head. Like, yo, what the fuck is this? How? How did that happen? That is my reaction when I see Sakkari in, in a semifinal or final of any tournament. I'm scratching the fuck out of my head saying, how the fuck did this happen? How the fuck did she get here? That's the real surprise for me. For me, this is normal. I'm not even... I'm annoyed now. But because of everything else that she... This is exactly who she is. This is Maria Sakkari right here. This is the Maria Sakkari that I know. Okay? People will get it twisted. Think of uh, sa semi-final Sakkari, final Sakkari, Indian Wells, Washington. How the fuck did she even make those finals? I will never fucking understand, man. Right? French Open semis and... <laughs> I'll never... I'll never understand. US Open here like two years ago or something. I will never fucking understand this shit, man. That's that's what's pissing me off today. The fact that she's made $10 million, earns a living playing tennis. People think that's what's pissing me off today. What happened today, what I saw her do today for me, normal. It's just regular stuff. Normal. This is Sakari. This is, this is what I know. Honestly, I say this is the worst thing that I saw today. If we had a category or a segment saying the most... The most normal thing that I saw today. It'd be Maria Sakkari losing in straights. First round exit, you know. For her, routine, standard. For a player of her caliber, 
and her quality, you know, garbage ass tennis player, it's normal, you know. Margarita Batovo, Margarita Gaspar Gasparian, today lost in straights in the first round, normal. Maria Sakri did the same thing, completely normal, normal, routine stuff. Who's shocked? Not me. And here is the craziest thing that I saw today. And you're gonna laugh, but this is me being dead serious. The craziest thing that I saw today, and for me, this honestly was a huge shocker. I'm very surprised. Kvitova beating Buxa in straight sets. For me, this result, that score, I cannot believe it. I'm just being honest, not being funny. For me, that's a shocker. If it was Buxa in straight sets, I'd probably believe it a little bit more. Or Kvitova in three... You know, with a second set tiebreak loss or something, and then like 7-5 in the decider. Okay, I can I can accept that. I believe that. But Kvitova, Petra Kvitova winning in straights against Christina Buxa? For me, that's a shocker. By far the most, the, the, the craziest thing that I saw today. No question. Before we move on, I'm like I said, I'm not really going to talk about the men's. I don't care. They all suck. They're all a bunch of bitches. Djokovic was the only real tennis player that played uh, today on the men's side. Uh, Carlitos will be the other one. The, the only other one. The only other tennis player. Fuck. He will also tomorrow be the only tennis player to play tennis on the men's side. You know, whenever he plays. Uh, like... Fuck, man, some of these names. Emiliano Nava, Pavel Kotov, Hijikata, Mensik, Barrer, Lerner Tian, Emiliano Nava, did I say that? Casper Root, Holger Rona, JJ Nuno Borges, fucking Seb Korda, Ketsmanovic. Like, who the fuck are all these players and how are they all so shit? But really, 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 Holger Rona? I mean, Mossetti, Holger Runa? Like, Mossetti lost to I don't know who the fuck. At least I know Roberto Carbeas Baena, but I only know him because he's a filthy ass, disgusting ass challenger clay rat. And you're here at a slam in the US. Huh? Not in Chile. Not in Santiago, Chile. Not in Buenos Aires. Not in Madrid. Okay, you're, you're in New York. On a hard court at a slam. As a fourth seed against Baena. And, and Massetti lost to who? <laughs> no, man. This shit is actually so crazy. And it's actually kind of funny. If Like, at, at this point, for me, shit like this is just funny at this point. Not that it should be. But that's, like, that's sort of how I interact or engage with it at this point. Like, this shit's hilarious. You know, Nakashima losing in straights to Luzlo Jair. Like, who the fuck is Nakashima anyway? But, like, come on, you know? Rude going to war with a guy called Emiliano Nava. Okay, whatever. Um, JJ Wolf. Like, whatever. Why the fuck is Nuno Borges even here? You know? Mosetti, um, really, I... Wow. Kits, someone told me that Kitsmanovic is, is one of the top players on tour, like, two years ago. And... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, man, you got it. Yeah. Okay. Fokina winning a match in straights, like that's a an at a and a five setter. That's a head scratcher. Um, but it's Marco Giron, one of the worst players like ever. Um, Benny Shelton lost the first set to I don't know who the fuck six one, but ended up winning anyway. Uh, Sasha Bublik lost to a guy called Dominic Team in straight sets. Like, pff, come on, come on. What? It, like, they are all so shit. They are all just a bunch of fucking bitches, drama queens, prima donnas, fucking spoilt, disgusting ass individuals, embarrassing excuses of men. And they are just all so fucking garbage. And none of them stand a chance, honestly. Okay. 
Wow. Like mas <laughs> Who? <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. Let's let's look at all the women's matches from today. We'll talk about we'll you know we'll recap those. We'll talk about those really quickly, and then <clears throat> we'll look at tomorrow's matches, the bottom half of the draw for the women's, and then we'll do a little sneak peek on lines for Wednesday's matches um, in the second round for the girls that just won today. Okay, so to start off the day for the women's today, Vika 6162 versus Fiona Fair looked really good, solid, light work, business as usual for Vika, who I swear to God at certain times looks like, like, wow, yeah, like she's still good, like she can play, like she's focused, she hits well, she's been there, done that type deal, like she can, but then other days it's like, it kind of gets away from her, right? But it is Fiona, Fiona Farrow, so I think we should probably just relax a little bit. Um, I couldn't go first day of the US Open, first day of any slam or any tournament, or just really any fucking day on the calendar, no matter when, where, what round, like whatever, I will, you can count on me on always having a bad beat. And this was it today. Emma Navarro served for the first set at 5-3. You know, God broke, God held. 5-5, um, five, five, went to a tiebreak, and the tiebreak was up 6-2. And she lost the tiebreak. Came back second set 6-1. Like, okay, wow. Lost the decider 2-6. <clears throat> yeah. Taylor Town, <laughs> unbelievable. Like, whatever. Good win for Magdalena Freck, though. I like her a lot, but I just felt like she stood no chance. Even at Navarro minus one fifty, like I just said, it it has to be a Navarro, I think. And I, I honestly really don't like Navarro like that. Um, and I'm honestly a bit of a Magdalena Freck fan, but I just couldn't see it. Wow, good for her, honestly. Taylor Townsend was probably the easiest bet on the board. I'll tell you why in a second, uh, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you why. I s sort of received confirmation of that before the match started, but Taylor Townsend six four six two versus Vivi Grasheva. Vivi Grasheva had a very good first couple months of the season at the Sunshine Double. She, you know, also on American Hard Courts made made some runs, played some tennis, but lately she's been. Right, and Taylor Townsend 6-4-6-2, it was probably the easiest, most straightforward bet of the day, I would say. So this opened, or maybe not opened, but last night it was around minus 165. And then it closed, you know, 20 minutes before the match, around minus 135 for Taylor Townsend. So it actually moved 30 cents, and uh, a lot of people, you know, would look at that and be like, fuck, we're gonna lose? That is when I exactly knew we'd win. She won in straights, even though she moved from minus 165 to minus 135 20 minutes before the match started. That's exactly how I knew I was going to win, and I did. Really easy, 6-4-6-2. Here it is, Masarova, 6-4-6-4 on Sakari. Sakari was up 4-1 in the first set, lost 4-6. Uh, that's a Sakari special, and yeah. Mukova, 6-4-6 love. Uh, nice to see Mukova not play a three-setter for no reason and kind of just like, you know, get in, get out. 6-4-6 six, six love, good start for Kaya Mukova. Belinda Bencic, also good for her to, to win a match 6-2-6-4. Six, six, uh, Rakimova could honestly be tricky. Um, would she have beaten Sakri today, Rakimova? Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, probably. But Bencic is back. Nice win for her to start 6-2-6-4. Shmidlova, Bandel. <laughs> My god. Uh, Shmidlova won 6-4-3-6-6-3. Cool. Iga Svantec, as exactly as I predicted yesterday, 6-love, six 6-1. Six if you don't believe me, you can go go back to yesterday's episode. I, I said exactly that. 6-love, six 6-1. Six and Iga Svantec... With these sort of draws, and, and here we go, I have to talk about this. She is always going to win these matches 6-love, six 6-1. Six and she needs these matches and these 6-love, six 6-1s six to get her going later. Because once it's like, oh, well, it's like... 
bad. You know, when people say shit like that to to me, like, yeah. <laughs> By the way, when yo, you can rewind that if you like. But whenever someone talks to me about Iga and her bakery products or whatever, that's exactly what I hear. I'll copy paste it for you. I'll actually run it back in a sec if you don't want to rewind. One sec. Oh well, it's like <laughs> like that is exactly what I hear. Anytime I hear someone run their mouth or talk about ego or praise ego or say, "Oh my God, ego," this is exactly what I hear every single time. Oh well, it's like whatever, man. Let's let's just yeah, six love six one against Patterson. Great fucking job. I don't know why Duncan Covenant still pulls up to these things. 6-2, 6-2 for Lauren Davis. Match of the day, Bia Hadajmaya, 6-2, 5-7, 6-4 against Sloan. Three minutes away from three hours. Um, Bia, so intense, so devastating when she's on. When she's like ultra-focused and so intense. So intense, so competitive and yeah it's a treat um honestly it's fun as fuck to bet bia when she plays like this and when she wins matches like this um and you know sloan stevens ain't shit anyway so like yeah okay thing. sloan okay yeah sato city was tormo six four seven five against kalanina what a match daniel collins six two six love against linda Frovitova. um again like similar to mukovo similar to benchich not often do you see Danielle Collins just sort of get in, get out, take care of business, and, you know. So this is good for Collins. Linda Fruvitova is a garbage player. And I, I kind of throw that around a lot. But Linda, like, she is not tour ready at all. And neither is her younger sister, who's actually worse. Or better, I don't know. They're both shits. Right? And they're disgusting. Like, so ratty and the come on and the... No, no, you are not cut out for this, honey. Would you believe it if I told you that one of the easiest bets as well on the board was Bernardo Pera plus 325 odds? Um, that was, you know, 7-5-6-4 Bernardo Pera, easy as you like type deal against Kudrometsev. Kudrometsev, I don't know what's good with her. I think she's... Like, she's not done, but she's like, you're, you're garbage. She has fallen off so hard. Can you imagine? And, like, okay, here we go. In Berlin this year, so, like, before Wimbledon by, like, a week or two, she played the match of her fucking life against Sabalenko. And then since then, like, you know, like, all the way down. All the way down. Like, I don't know, like, the, some of these losses are really bad. Like, when when when, when has Kudermetsova really won a match or looked good? Berlin, right? Fucking forever ago. Miyazaki versus Betova. Honestly, Miyazaki really lucked out. I think Betova, maybe Patricia Maria Tig, but I think Betova is by far the weakest player in this draw. And the qualifier, Miyazaki, like, that's a huge win for her. She probably just made, like, a whole bunch of money by winning a first round match she's a qualifier so yeah good for her uh julia grab her withdrew so she wang uh, played against Horona Sakova, and they fucking went to war three setter she wang won good for her a lot of people on the timeline yesterday really like and here's the thing like it's okay to be wrong but I hate it when people talk about something, not with confidence or, or with conviction, I guess, but as if they're onto something, you know, like as if they're talking about something that only only they know, like only they have access to this sort of information, like only they see this, like they're really cooking something up, like they are really fucking onto something. Right, and I saw a lot of people engage in this sort of behavior yesterday, talking about how Marta Kostyuk was gonna upset Rybakina. Again, and and it's based off what? How did they sort of reach that conclusion? You know the narratives, injury, uh, 
t I'm tired. Shut, uh, shut your bitch ass up. Miss me with all of this. People get it so fucking twisted. A lot of the time. They try to overthink things. They sort of don't really look at things the right way. They put too much stock into certain things. You know? Like, that's the thing with gambling. Like that Now that it's so popular, like everyone thinks that they're a genius. Everyone thinks that they're onto something. You know, I'm not saying I'm anything like that, you know? But, like, don't get it twisted like that. Like, come on. Honestly, for me, um, and I forgot to mention this earlier when we were doing this segment. Honestly, one of the most surprising things for me today, definitely a crazy one, is Shin Yu Wang beating Volley Nets and Straits, like, super easy. Like, no sweat for her. Uh, six three six four, just over an hour. Um, Volunets was, I mean, she's been shit for a long time, but in quality, she looked incredible. And like Shin Yu Wang is like, like yeah, I like her, I do like her, and I think she has a good game, but she's so like, she's not like that. And for her to win a match in straights, like I've met a lot of Shin Yu Wang before. I've watched a lot of Shin Yu Wang before. I've never seen her win a match against a. The, a player, I'm not saying Volinets is like high quality, but I've never seen her beat a player of Volinets' quality or like something similar this easy and straightforward before. I've never seen anything like this, honestly. Kind of, and I and, and obviously, a lot of people like, like, whatever this match doesn't fucking matter, probably doesn't. Um, a lot of people probably didn't pay much attention to this match, but honestly, this is a bit for me. This is a sh it's kind of crazy, no, it makes no fucking sense. Whatever. Good win for Shinyu. Kai Yuvan came... So, Kosireta won the first two games of the match. Uh, so, she was two love up. Lost the set 2-6. Uh, so, Kai Yuvan, basically, that's a, like a re reverse bagel or something. Or like a ladies bagel. Or whatever. And was also down a break in the second set. And then came back to win. So, that actually is a Maria Sakari special. So, Kosireta, the cockroach... Led by a break in both sets and lost in straights. That is the Maria Sakri special right there. I've said this before and I'm surprised it didn't bang or go viral on Twitter. Mayar Sharif should not be allowed to play tennis outside the continent of Europe. Clay 250s. That, like she should be limited to like if she wants to play sign up for a tennis tournament or pull up to a tennis tournament it has to be in europe it has to be on red clay and it has to be a 250 or lower okay so that excludes madrid rome stuttgart roland garros of course any hard court or grass you know like not 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 europe clay 250s or lower that's the only place Mayar Sharif should be playing tennis. Really. Fuck, man. Jen Brady, 6376 over Kimberly Burrell. It was always going to be in straights, I guess, but I was expecting it to be much more straightforward like a like a 6164 type deal or something. Some something. Wow, in my Jose Mourinho era. Like a 6376, yeah. Ila Tomjanovic is back. Last time she played tennis, a professional tennis match was last year here at the US Open. Uh, beat Serena, made the quarters, lost to Sam Sonova, right? And now, one year later, she's back. She hasn't played all year. And she beat Pano Advardi from a set down. Honestly, pretty good. Pretty good. She was a little rusty. Looked a little slow at the beginning, but it's like I said, it's Pano Vardy. Mm -hmm. What I, you, you know the Meyer Sharif treatment I was just talking about. Honestly, the the same should apply for Pano Vardy. You know, Clay two fifties or lower Europe, stay there. Elise Mertens the hard way, three six six three seven six. Against Miriam Bjorklund, who I really I'm um, I'm very very low on Bjorklund. I I but she doesn't play like a lot of big tournaments, so 
and some of the janky ass tournaments that she plays in, like, yeah, obviously she's quite good, whatever, but no. For me, it's a no. Kalinskaya, another uh, player that hasn't played in a while, not as long as Tomjanovic, but she came back with a <laughs> routine 6-4-6-2 win. Yosinyakova and Krijikova are in the mud, but Kalinskaya looked good in more than one way, and it's nice to see her and Ayla Tomjanovic back, for sure. What a win for her, what a win. I was saying it yesterday, Alize Cornet last year, first round, beat Amaratu of the defending champion in round one in a big-ass court in a night sesh. This year, one year later, she's losing to Avanesian in three sets. Ossipenko, Paulini, low-key, this was also a contender for the craziest thing that I saw. I'm surprised... Honestly, Paulini didn't win, but she took a set, you know, it went to three. Should it have? I don't know, but Ostapenko, thank God she won. So the dream, even though I, I know what's going to happen once we finally get it, but the dream is still on. Uh, Ego, Ostapenko is still on for the fourth round. Her Really, the only obstacle, like the only way that we that would have prevented that from happening was for Ostapenko to lose here in the first round to Paulini, but she didn't. Her round two, round three matches, super easy. Uh, I think it's Avanesian, right? In the <laughs> second round, come on. And the third round is like uh, Shi Yu Wang, I think. Probably, something like that. We'll, we'll, we'll look at that in a sec. We'll look at that in a sec. Um, Olivia Gedecki from 6-1, two love up against Mira Andriva. 6-1, huh? 6-1, two love up. Uh, she lost. <clears throat> in three sets and I had a Gadecki plus 390 don't ask me why I didn't cash out why would I if I'm 6-1 two love up you know why because when I'm 6-1 two love down I never fucking win ever so like now that I'm fucking finally up 6-1 two love why would I cash I all, the, the, apparently this position always wins so why, why would I cut into my losses and, and cash out for what but I'm just, I'm look at look at me. I'm just different like that. Like only I can do this. So like don't play, don't talk to me, bro. Yeah, but Mir and Drew are not very good, and that was an insane line. But plus four and a half, easy win for Gadecki for sure. Sorry, Kirstea, easy win six two six three. The only thing that bothered me is that she was off the court so quickly. I didn't really get to enjoy myself. If you know what I mean. Thank you. Okay, Kvitova six one seven six against Buxa for me. That's just so crazy. Like, you're 6-1 up, you win the first set 6-1, and the second set, it's 6-all, you got broken serving for the set, it's Christina Buxa, she's the fucking devil, how do you, she's 3-1 up in the tiebreak, she's 4-2 up in the tiebreak, and, and then she loses it 4-7, that for me is so crazy. I had a 16-1 Buxa ticket, second set money line. 16 to 1, that's plus 1600 odds. Or in decimal, that's 17 odds. Okay? And Kiv and, and I took it when Kivitovo was 5-3, serving for the match, huh? 5-3, 15 love up. And Buxa was plus 1600, 16 to 1 odds for her to win the second set. And then she breaks back to 15. She breaks to 15 right there, wins the next four points, holds... Kvitova holds, Buxa holds, 6-6 six, six, tiebreak. Buxa's up 3-1, 4-2, the tiebreak. For me, that's for me that's a shocker, but it's only me who loses like this. Nobody else can, can do this. For a lot of people, they'll lose one of these bets once a month or once every two or three months, and they'll talk about it for those three months. Like, oh my god, remember when I lost that? Bro... Every single fucking day for me, every day, and you, m multiple times, not, not only every day, multiple times a day. So in a week, like 15 times. In a month, 60 times. I'm not kidding. 60 times I lose a bet like this. 60 times a month. In a year, what's 60 times 12? Hmm? Um, 12, 24... 
24 times 3 is what? 72? Se this shit happens to me 720 times a year. I hope my math is right. Oh, why didn't I just do 365 times 2 if it happens twice a day? 365? 730? 365 times 2? Is that 130? Yo, what's 365 times 2? 700... Seven hundred thirty. This shit happens to me seven hundred and thirty times a year. I know some people it'll, it'll happen to them twice a, a whole look a whole fucking year, huh? They'll bet for a whole fucking year this will happen to them twice, and they won't shut up about it. They'll tell you, remember when last October when I lost this bet. <laughs> Come on, man. Yo, this shit happens to me every day, twice a day, man. And you're telling me about last October. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Anyway, we got a couple more here. Coco Golf lost the first set 3-6 to Laura Siegman, double break. They played a 25-minute, super long extended deuce game to start the second set. And what I always tell you about when you break for a set and you're up first to serve in the in the next set, you're always gonna get broken. Took her 25 minutes though. She won the set 6-2, 6-4. In the decider, she was up 5-1, 5-4, and then served it out the second time. Honestly, I'm shocked. I'm shocked, but Coco Goff, man, a lot of people were talking so crazy about Coco Goff. And then Laura Siegman, yeah, okay. She's going to struggle if she gets a lot of matches, and she will. Damn near every match of hers now will be on Arthur Ashe. If not uh, if not Arthur Ashe, then maybe Louis, Louis Armstrong, whatever. Um, uh, 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 here we go. And then Magda Lynette beats Sasnovich, 6-3, 6-1. Okay, cool. And then in the night sesh, Wozniaki beat uh, the qualifier Barkova. Or Prozorova, 6-3, 6-2. Honestly, the match was a lot closer than that. Uh is disgusting. She's a rat. Uh, rat, pusher, nasty gameplay. She's going to get rocked by any sort of... Yeah, she was very lucky today. Not that... Not because... I mean, yeah, she's lucky because... Like, that's a very easy first round. But not only is that an easy opponent... They also missed a lot of opportunities and actually played like shit. How lucky can one woman be? Mm -mm -mm. Okay, so really quickly, we're not going to look at lines just yet. Just looking at what the second round now looks like in the top half of the draw. So, Ego versus Dasha Seville. Lauren Davis versus Kai Yuvan. Winner will face Ego. So, Ego, first three matches. Rebecca Patterson. Daria Seville. Lauren Davis or Kai Yuven? How about that? Ostapenko Avanesian, easy for Ostapenko versus either Shiyu Wang or Para. Again, that'll be easy for Ostapenko, most likely Para or Wang should be good for Ostapenko. That fourth round looks like it's coming. Ostapenko Ego. In the bottom half of that quarter, Kvitsova Vozniaki, head to head is 8 and 6. Kvitova's gonna rock. We just put gonna rock her shit. Jen Brady versus Magda Lynette should be good for Jen Brady. Looks like a third round. Kvitova, Jen Brady, that, that could be very good. Elise Mertens versus Daniel Collins. Winner faces Mira Andriva or Coco Goff. Here we go. That Mira Coco match, we'll talk about that later. I am. I have no more energy to, you know, to bitch and moan. I did a lot of Sakari today, did a little bit of Coco. I'll save that for, you know, this will be on Wednesday, so we'll, we can talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, but Coco Goff, looks like Daniel Collins is, is next for her. 
And then, so in the third round, we should get some good matches here. Kvitova, Jen Brady, Collins, Coco. Rabakina Tomjanovic. Wow. Kalinskaya Kristeo. Wow. That's those four those are four of the hottest girls on tour, I think. Rubakina, Tomjanovic, Kalinskaya, Kristeo. Ooh. Vika versus Julen. They already played at a slam this year. Australia. Vika won in three sets. Super close. And Good news for Benchit, she gets Miyazaki. Can she lose that match? Honestly, maybe, but I doubt it. Looks like a Sori Kirsteo Rabakina third round is coming. Katomjanovic upset Rabakina. We'll talk about that tomorrow. That's crazy. What a match, though. Kalinskaya Kirsteo also. Oof. Benchich Vika third round match. Wow, yeah. This this quarter is is so much better. And then Mukova like is is in the. Also in this quarter, but this section, the, the top half of this quarter number two, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so we can have a Rabakina Kirstea third round here, and then a Vika Benchich third round. And the winners will face each other in the fourth round. So like a Rabakina Benchich, Kirstea Benchich, Kirstea Vika, Vika Rabakina. Tomjanovic Vika, Tomjanovic Benchit, something like that. Something like that. Mukova versus Magdalena Freck should be good for Mukova. Uh, Taylor Townsend versus Bia. So Mukova, Bia, third round. That's a rematch from Cincy, first round, just two weeks ago. Saras Uribe Stormo versus Shinyu Wang. <laughs> that's so disgusting. And Shmidlova versus Masarova. That's so disgusting. So this little section here is chalked. Sakari out. This is what happens. Volinets out. Yeah. Yeah. Mukova. I'm telling you, man. Easy path to the quarters. It's to the semis. Mukova, it's coming. Come on. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Come on. And that's it. So third round. Mukova, Bia. And then fourth round, like Mukova, Saras Uribez, Shinyu Wang, Shmidlova, Masarova, should be good. That's a really easy fourth round for Mukova. And then like quarters, some like Rabakina Mukova, Kirsteya Mukova, Benchich Mukova, Vika Mukova. But you know, it's a Mukova. For show in the quarters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, it should be good. Sh shit's about to heat up. Hopefully starting from Wednesday. Hopefully tomorrow's first round matches are better. We'll talk about those in a sec. But some of these second round matches are pretty good. I think what the implications are are what makes them good. Because then they'll set up huge third rounds. A lot of these third rounds are definitely bangers. Some in the second, but not so not like not a, not so much and not as much. But we'll see. We'll get there. Should be good. Should be good. All right, here we go. Round one, day two, Tuesday. Here we go. Bottom half of the draw for the women's. Y'all ready? First up, Lalo and Alexandrova. Last year I watched him play in Cincy. Alexandrova so easy. This year I'm expecting the same, but probably not as easy. Alexandrova's minus 105. Yeah. Yeah. Meltdown. Possible. She chokes and just plays like shit. Possible. But as a short dog, got to. Um, Irina Bigu versus Korpach. No, thank you. There's no way in hell I bet this, but Diane Perry, Katie Bolter, this is a 50 50. Honestly, and Diane Perry's plus 150 and two and a half games for what? Like, why is she, why is Katie Bolter a huge favorite for, for what? I say huge, but this is like for a match that's a a proper fucking coin flip. I think this is a lot, honestly. They're both really bad. And my number one rule is that I don't bet on bad players. So I wouldn't bet on Diane Perry, but I mean... Given the lines, I feel like got to, maybe. 
You can call this a shady underdog. Camilo Osorio, plus 420, plus 5.5 games, over 19.5, plus 275 to win the first set. Whew! Damn, plus 155 to win a set. Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, I think this is... Yeah. Wow. That low-key might be match of the day, huh? Low-key? I said it yesterday, I kind of teased it. I was uh, kind of on a roll yesterday and was just spitting out matches... Um, but I did say Bushkova 2-0, and I guess tomorrow's the day, Bushkova 2-0, for sure. Noskova, Brengel, no thank you. If Noskova, Noskova is uh, going through it. I mean, she beat Kvitova and Samsonova, and then didn't hold once against Coco and Cincy. And then, I believe she went to Cleveland and lost to who? Yeah, she is... Uh, she was pretty hot for a second, Cincy, and then very cold, very fast. And so she's a bit fortunate that this is Madison Brengel she's playing against. Because if it was like a bit of a more serious opponent, definitely would have lost. Samsonova, clearly you, no thanks. Um, Arang Sarus, Madison Keys. Yo, Madison Keys is one player that I... Feel like has is at the moment completely under the radar. No one's talking about her. Um, and this is a good start for her. Rangsarus. I mean, could be tricky, but she should win, like six four, six two, or something. And then, if she gets right, she can definitely go on a run. Like, I'll be interested to to see that. Mm -hmm. Okay, Yafan Wang has won like a million matches in a row. I think at least an eight-match win streak from Stanford L last week. And then won three matches in the qualies. Plays against Carol Garcia. Yafan Wang is now all the way down to plus 120. Got to. I think got to. Von Drusova, really easy match. First round against qualifier. Nai Na Lei Han Na Lei Han Yeah, okay Elsa Jacquemot versus Lesia Tarenko Alright, cool Tatiana Maria Petromartic Alright, cool uh, Yulia Potenceva I actually kind of like her So this is a p basically a pick'em as expected Potenceva is a slight favorite uh, Against Trevisan I kind of like Potenceva Short favorite Mm-hmm. Should be good, I think. Um, they're both, like, the same. They're kind of, like, built the same, but and they play the same, kind of different. They're similar, but different personalities are different. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of similarities and a lot of differences between them. Should be a good and bad match. <laughs> so many, like, stark sort of... Thoughts on this one. Um, but yeah, putting Sable should be good. Yanina Wickmare versus Vonareva. Okay, thanks. Okay, Pagula versus Georgie. I feel like we've seen this at least... How many times have they played this year? Like, just this year alone. So the head's head is 6-1, and one, Pagula. Oh, this year alone only twice. And then last year twice. And then the year before that, twice. Okay, so they play uh, every year, I guess. Twice a year. Um, I think Pagula got this super easy. Love the under, 19.5. Should be good. Should be very good for Jesse. Mm -hmm. Dolhai, Burel. Usually I'd, I'd bet a matchup like this, but I think I'm good. I have no thoughts. I'm not interested. Okay, here we go. Uh, Parks versus Cassid Kino. The lines are exactly the same as uh, MCOS, Camilo Osorio versus Uns Jabur. I think if you play one, you gotta play the other, just out of principle, like it's a crazy line. Obviously like a top player against the mm, player. Um, but 
and upset's definitely on the cards 19 and a half i wouldn't play the total for this one because i swear parks can win like six four six one but parks at plus five and a half games is crazy i think that's insane i see roos uh gabby roos versus plushkova i see roos being a very popular underdog um I don't see that happening at all. I think Plushkova wins, but I just think the line's too much. Honestly, there is value for Roos, but what good is value if you're going to lose anyway? So, Plushkova minus 3.5. Too much. Too many games. Not worth it. Minus 270. Just too much. Stearns, Tomovo. Honestly... Low-key, this might be like the scrub matchup of the day. I feel like this could be a lot of good hitting for sure. Pretty intense. Wow, I love the over. It's over 20 and a half. Wow. Okay, that's it for sure. Over 20 and a half for sure. For sure. I see this. I see them going to war for sure. Svitolino. Not talked about since Washington. I don't think she played Montreal or did she? But she had herself a decent-ish sort of week in Washington. Didn't play in Montreal or Cincy. I don't believe that she got injured. I don't know. But she's back. Very uh, favorable first round for her versus Anna Lena Fritzum. Worst match of the entire first round. Rebecca Marino versus Patricia Maria Teague. Thank you. Fiona Crawley versus Pavlichenkova. Pavlichenkova and Cincy was complete. An utter garbage. Fiona Crawley plus four and a half games, plus two forty money line. First set, you know, you know the deal. Mm -mm -mm. Should be good. Was amazing qualies. Very fun to watch. Potapova minus two and a half games versus Clara Towson. I love. Blinkova, Jody Burge, no thanks. Bronzetti, Krajikova, just the over. I don't think Bronzetti can pull off the upset. And the games seem kind of sketchy. She can, like, win a set 6-4, lose the next one 1-6. One, I see something like that totally happening. I think over 19.5 should be good. Krajikova really struggling. But Bronzetti can't play on hard. Evelise, I hate her. I can't stand her. I think she sucks. But I'm probably going to bet her tomorrow. Minus 2.5 versus Robin Montgomery. Barbora Strikova versus Kai Kanepi. Okay, thanks. Sasha Vickery versus Donna Vekic. Okay, thank you. Junction Wen versus Podroshka. Okay, wow. These matches suck. Anna Bogdan versus Sofia Kennan. Uh, I'm betting Bogdan just because she's good as a dog. She sucks, though, lately on hard. Not so good. Mm, probably throw a unit on it and forget about it, right? Got to. Sonia Kennan? Mm -mm -mm, no thanks. Venus versus Greet Menon. Oh, I'm over it. Um, I don't care. She'll probably win, honestly, but I'm, I'm good. I'm good. No thanks. Not really interested. And then last but not least, Sabalenka Zanevska. This will be la Zanevska's last match of her pro career. Arena will send her into retirement. Pretty sad stuff. It'll be late at night. I wonder if they'll make a ceremony for her. They got to, right? They have to. I mean, she's not a big name or nothing, but, like, they have to, right? I feel like they have to. Okay. So that is all for tomorrow. Honestly, a lot of the matches are, I would say. Um, but I'm definitely already looking forward to wednesday and just the later rounds i think these next cup this like tomorrow this next day will be pretty rough i think wednesday should be good second round should be a lot better for show for show so some lines for wednesday then coco versus andrivo coco is minus 450 minus five and a half games over under 19 and a half Mirandrivo plus 340. Vika minus 345. Zulen plus 240. Spreads 4.5 over under 
Jen Brady minus 190. Magdalena plus 145. Spread is 2.5 over under 21.5. Kai Yuvan plus 110. Lauren Davis minus 140. Over under 21.5. Sorry, Kirstea minus 180. Minus 2.5 games against Kalinskaya, who's plus 140. Over under 21.5. Wow, what a match. What a match. Kvitova is minus 250 and minus 3.5 against Vozniaki, who's plus 180, over under 21.5. Wow, that's... Wow. Kvitova minus 3.5. Wow. Early bet, question mark. Mm. Daniel Collins, Elise Mertens. Daniel Collins is minus 220, minus 3.5. Elise Mertens plus 165, over under 21.5. Uh, don't love it. I think those are pretty sharp lines, I would say. Miyazaki, Benchic. Benchic minus 2,000. Miyazaki plus 840. Spread 6.5 over under 18.5. Too much. Too much of everything. Too lopsided. I think it'll be closer than that, but Benchic probably wins easily. Yeah. Mukova minus 1,200. Magdalena Freck plus 700. Spread six and a half over under 18. They're really giving Mukova the, the, the treatment like that. Wow. I'm surprised, honestly. Yeah, again, that's too much. That's just way too much to, to bet that, I think. Osipenko minus 400. Avanesian plus 290. Spreads four and a half over under 20 half. Yeah, standard, honestly. Can't bet it pretty sharp, I'd say. Rabakina minus 900, Tomjanovic plus 600, spreads 5.5 over under 19.5. Standard, as expected. Uh, very sharp lines, I would say. Shmidlova, Masarova, honestly, I don't give a fuck. Saros Rubis, Tormo, Shinyu Wang, I don't give a fuck. Um, Iga, Darius Sevilla, I don't give a fuck. Um, Mm, Bernardo Pera plus 120 against Xiu Wang. I kind of like that. I hate Bernardo Pera, but Xiu Wang sucks at the moment. She's the taller Chinese lefty. Bia minus 200, minus 3.5 against Taylor Townsend. Mm. I'm tempted. I'm very tempted. Yeah, the ones that I skipped uh, Masarova's minus 230. Minus three and a half against Schmidlova, who's plus 175. Eh. And Wang Xinyu, the paler Chinese Wang, plus 150 versus Sarasuri Tormo. She's minus 190. Three and a half is a spread, 20 and a half total. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised how sharp these lines are. And, and I think that's almost all of them for Wednesday um, I don't know which ones are missing let me see um, yeah that's pretty much all of them right yeah I actually think that is all of them wow they have them up all okay wow that's interesting okay so they have they already have all these lines up I'm pretty sure that's all of them for Wednesday so we'll look at those a little later tonight or today or tomorrow morning or tomorrow night or tomorrow morning tonight i don't know i don't know it's so weird because i just looked at all these lines for wednesday and like i don't like anything but then at this time tomorrow i'm gonna have like 12 plays ready to go right interesting how that works probably because i'm just uh kind of occupied by like today tomorrow tuesday so, like, once that's done and then it's, like, on to Wednesday, I'll probably, uh, you know. But I'm actually happy I saw those. I, I'll take, like, a, a couple screenshots or, you know, because I have such a big brain. I can just take a mental note of some of these lines. Interested to see what it looks like when we meet here tomorrow again. And, obviously, I'll have a lot more thoughts. I'll uh, think about some of these matchups for sure, and we'll talk about that. This has been The Safe Space. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day. You don't have to listen, but you choose to do. And for that, I'm appreciative. As always, 
best of luck to us and i'll see you guys tomorrow